We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Has anything ever scared you so much that you are like become nauseous? Like all the time. That's anxiety. For- <laughs> <laughs> That's so what that is? Existence, yes. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. And I'm so tired. It's hot as fuck today. Which it is, is also probably not helping how tired you are. Yeah, that's true. And I was traveling all weekend. I think that's the main reason I'm tired. Yeah. Is from the travel. Totally. But you're jet lagged. here today. Yes, we is. Yes, we is. And you know, sometimes we have a low energy episode and then it doesn't even come across as low energy. Yeah, it's just a, a vibe, I guess. Yeah. A chill vibe. I'm... I'm tired, but I'm having a good day. That's great. Yeah. Those things normally can't exist together for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I thought I was out of coffee, but I had just enough. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God. When Mr. Liz and I were flying out of the Vermont airport this weekend, there is a an absolutely horrifying statue. You tweeted it. That yeah. was a very scary statue. It is terrifying. <laughs> At the Burlington Airport. He was like, oh, there's a Slender Man statue. And then I, like, thought he was, like, joking or something. And I turn. And I was hungover, too. So I, like, look at it. And I was like, oh, my God. And then, he, he, like, I was genuinely, like, upset and shocked by this statue. It's called, like, the Aviator. And it's going, like, its arms are all the way back and it's like bent all the way over and and it's, it's just it is so scary to look at absolutely horrifying yeah i don't like shit like that and i don't anytime i looked at it i'd like the closer we got because you have to like go in the doors i was just it was upsetting it was deeply upsetting <laughs> there's this thing called uncanny valley where it's like have you heard of this yeah i think you told me about it actually and then um squints oh my god squints um has like a an actual like phobia of claymation like he can't be in the same room really funny um and so i started reading about uncanny valley does he hate like uh tim burton yeah stuff like he like he like can't it's not even like oh it's kind of creepy he can't be in the same room 
And so, but the statue, if you go on Liz's Twitter and look at it, it's, it's like very like slightly off. It's face is like slightly off. And I think that that's why it's so off putting. Cause yeah, it's the like, face was terrifying. Its and eyes then were like the, wide open. It was, it was massive. Cause you saw Mr. Liz next to it. Yeah. And Mr. Liz is a tall dude. So like just looking at the hands and the hands were covered in spider webs. And I was just like, this is so upsetting to me. It made me even more nauseous than I already was. And I was like, I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I don't, I hate shit like that. Speaking of the Uncanny Valley, I was telling Amelia last night to watch the Chippendale Rescue Rangers like reboot with, um, it's voiced by Andy Samberg and John Mulaney, who I am no longer a fan of, but. It's really a shame. I just, I wanted to watch the movie. And I was high watching it, and it was a very good stoner movie. Oh, for fuck sure. yeah. It was so fucking funny. What inspired you to watch it? Were you with Mr. Um, Liz? He was watching it on the plane, and oh. he's like, he was like, have you ever w- watched, like, Chippendales? I was like, yeah, I would watch it as a kid, the Rescue Rangers. And then um, he was like, I think you'd really like this. It's like, it seems like it's made for adults. And then he was telling me a little bit about it. But there is a scene where they go to an area, they're like, why are things like kind of weird here? And they call they were they were like it's called Uncanny Valley. So there was like, remember when there were animations in like the early two thousands that just like look they looked human, but there was something that was slightly off mm-hmm. about them. So they have all of these characters that are from in, like Uncanny Valley, and it's so fucking funny. That's amazing. One of them is um like a troll and is voiced by Seth Rogen. Oh my god. And uh the eyes like don't look directly at you in the cuz that's just how animations were like the yeah. eyes weren't right. Right. And he's like I'm looking right at you. It's really obvious that I'm looking <laughs> at you. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. There is something like those if you I think if you have a Disney Plus subscription, I'm pretty sure you can watch all of these, but like the early um pixar shorts have you ever seen those oh yeah i mean in i've seen some of them so like one of the first ones was um oh, the old man playing chess no oh my god oh. that's i fucking love that one it was like pre toy story oh, okay. um of a baby and like they hadn't really figured out how humans moved yet but like it just like in terms of animation this wasn't like this fucking stone age but like they couldn't figure <laughs> out how to make them move like humans and which is why fun fact they decided to do toys because they couldn't really they didn't oh. have humans down yet but anyway so this baby that's why sid's so fucking scary yes okay hot take on sid like not a bad dude you know he didn't know that they were alive yeah he was making art yeah he was he was an artist i think that that's justice for sid um, but yeah, the baby was just moving kind of just like a little bit off and it's so uncomfortable, but, um, uncanny Valley, the, uh, I'll, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Um, have you seen that statue of like what humans would look like if each of their body parts were sized to how many, um, nerve endings were in that body part? No. Oh my God. It's the scariest the, fucking thing. The clit would be huge. Yeah. I think it's a giant clitoris. I think that it is, it has a penis and it's big. Or at least part of it's big. And then the hands are huge. It's really interesting, but it's fucking terrifying. And it was in like all of my art books and all of my psychology books. I need and to see And all of my biology books. <laughs> that is really funny. Fucking terrifying. Um, anyway, how do we get on that? Uh, oh, the statue. Yeah. 
Liz had a big weekend. She was at a wedding. She looked really hot. Go to her Twitter just to see all of it. No, the uh, oh, yeah, on Twitter, it's in my circle. I didn't so. know what that was until I saw that you added me to your circle. I just wanted a place to put all my stupid thoughts. Is that a new feature? For the people who would appreciate it. Yeah. Nice. It's like a close friend I, story. Exactly. There's only 12 people on it. <laughs> Hell yeah. What an honor. Um, okay. Uh, should we? Oh, I have a starter toppy. Oh, fuck yeah. Do you see this? Mine always does that with the little side bang. No one talks so about. So annoying. No one talks about how when you get curtain bangs, when you put your hair in a pony, you look the like little alfalfa. hairs stick out. Mr. Liz likes them. He's like, I think they're really cute. That's like, so funny. I never know what he is going to say he thinks is attractive. Yesterday when we were like, we took the light rail and then Ubered like from the stop back to my place. And I'm like haggard at this point we have been traveling for like 12 hours and um and I was hung over <laughs> so we're like walking in the hot sun <laughs> that's to the hell. uber and then he's just like you're such a hottie and I was just like thanks <laughs> I feel disgusting I'll be hung over more often I'm pretty sure I forgot deodorant but thank you <laughs> see that's I think that like the assholes that are like don't wear fuck don't wear a lot of makeup i feel like that's the crux of what they're trying to say they're just not like nice about it like just be natural i don't like when girls wear makeup well motherfucker half the time you can't even tell yeah so half the time you can't tell a b if i'm not wearing makeup you're gonna think you've never seen me without makeup so how how do you fucking know and c we don't do it for you yeah okay i i literally see mr liz also appreciates my makeup looks because I put, I put thought and energy into the makeup, and he's like, that looks so cool. How'd you do that? And then one time I was like, I want you to do my makeup. <gasps> and he did my makeup, and it looked bad. And he was like, this is really hard. And he's an artist, guys. So if... It's king he, shit. Real recognize real. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn, this is really hard, and you're really good at doing your makeup. So now I have a lot of respect for you. Fuck yeah. So respect people who are good at doing makeup because that's just hard you do do really cool makeup thank you um okay so what we were gonna talk about netflix has this new show which funny enough someone dm'd us today they were like you guys need to talk about this show and i was like i'm literally already that's so funny yeah i only watched the first episode uh but it's called how to build a sex room and it's on netflix so I feel like Netflix has been getting more into like t- talking about sex, Finally. but they also do it in a way that's kind of annoying where they're like, yeah, she did just say butt plug. Like, <laughs> my God. And you just have to deal with it. It's like, like sponsored by like 17 magazines. It, <laughs> truly. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, I was explaining it to Mr. Liz as like, it's like someone who, reads 50 shades for the first time and they're like and that's what kink is Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're like okay Mm -hmm. calm down that's it's how i felt like i was when i first discovered bdsm i was like and i'm the inventor of sex (laughs) (laughs) you weren't like that at all that's my that's how i see myself Um, yeah like now versus then yeah it was only a couple years ago yeah you can you can listen back guys (laughs) One of the first few episodes. That's true. Like, you did. You did get, meet Mr. Liz like within the first like ten episodes. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which is crazy. Left me out here just dating. Left me out to dry. <laughs> we all have a different path, Amelia. <laughs> Mine is great. I'm not crying. I'm just going to set the scene. This is what the vibe is. Um, it is like if HGTV met kink met uh mary poppins like the the main woman who designs these room these rooms is just like your kinky mary poppins fairy godmother (laughs) does she have a bag that like she pulls like really large things out of that shouldn't fit in the bag she fucking does they're sex toys stop are you serious i was kidding (laughs) the premise of the show too so she'll like she goes to these couples and they show her the space that they want to be like their sex room and the first couple has this uh bookcase and you open the bookcase yes and then there's just kind of this area and then you move a rug and then you open a hatch and you go down this ladder and it's like the sectioned off part of their basement and they're like this is what we want to be the sex room what the fuck yeah. How do you pretty fucking cool build one of those into your existing house? I think that it was already for me. I think that the basement was already part of that and then they just like put a little hole yeah in the er, floor above. I th- I I'm I'm thinking that their basement is bigger and like this was probably just like a walled off storage area cuz okay. I th- I think it was probably just like a junky area. Got it. Okay. And then they're like let's do something cool with this. Yeah. Um, that's fucking dope what else yeah. would you do with that uh, honestly making it like a, a wine kink, cellar <laughs> a kink dungeon is pretty cool that's such a great idea opinion. and dungeon also has such like a weird connotation to it you know so um at first i was like assuming it was going to be lame like just that stereotypical sex dungeon stuff you see like mm-hmm. where it's just very sterile and Everything is black and red. I, we need, we just, you all know this about me. We need some different, we need some variety. Okay. I don't feel the sexiest in a place like that. <laughs> I feel a little scared. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or, and like bored, <laughs> whatever that combination is. <laughs> so um, then they started showing examples of rooms that she's designed and they were fucking rad. Oh, hell yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, Miss Girl. This is so cool. I, that's such a cool concept for a show. I'm so mm-hmm. happy they're doing that. The thing is, it is a little campy. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, th- it, I don't know. They're probably trying to make sex palatable for people that don't. That's true. That's definitely what it is so it's a little campy and then um part of it part of me too is like i don't want to know what these couples like want to do when they fuck and also they like (laughs) she she pulls out all of these things from her mary poppins bag um and she you know like butt plugs and dildos and whatever and she's like how do you feel about something like this and like like floggers and writing crops or whatever so then they're they're explaining what they think if they're into it or not and then um the first couple is obviously like played with a lot of stuff they're like pretty kinky and then the second couple is 
like very vanilla but like the wife is kind of like lighting up a little bit looking at stuff she's like oh i'm interested in this so the reason she does this is so she can decide what to put in the room yeah because if they're not super kinky then she's not gonna put like a um sex swing yeah or something (laughs) like that like you know a whole contraption to get tied up on versus something a little more soft and cozy and comfortable so i like that they have like a a bunch of people on like the um spectrum of like interest Mm because that i think people are probably gonna i'm sure there's gonna be a group of people that watch it just being like this is gonna be fucking weird and then like it is fucking weird but then find something that they're interested in yeah through it which i think is cool it's fucking weird but there's also a lot of educational stuff in there i love that so like the first couple they so the host brings out a flogger and they're like we don't really know how we feel about this like the guy was not interested in any like impact play and then she was like the girl was like yeah i don't really know like i don't really like the idea of pain like we haven't really done much with that and they're like okay so then they this is where it gets a little extravagant I'm, it, it was an hour this episode could have been 20 minutes and they take them to like these like kink experts or something and it's a couple and they tie up one person and the other partner is like showing them how to flog like on their partner so this partner is like basically nude and then the first uh, person because i honestly i don't know how they identify um starts like flogging on the the butt of the receiver (laughs) and on the upper back so the educational portion is learning that uh the safest places to flog someone is their upper back Interesting. and their butt. Because I told you before, floggers don't hurt. Yeah. Um, and the longer it is, the less painful it is. So, like, the softer it will be. Oh, uh, that makes sense. The f- I actually think floggers feel kind of nice. Oh. Yeah. What do they look like? Um, it's like a, the handle with all the dangly strings. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the tassels. Uh-huh. Nice. So, I mean, if they're, if they're wild, then they got stuff tied at the ends. Or, like, knots at the end. Ooh. Because yeah. then that'll hurt a little bit more. I think they kind of tickle. Very interesting. It's like, um, so impact play is not so much about pain, but also about, like, sensation, mm-hmm. rather. And the thing I like about all types of impact play is it puts you in the present in your body. Okay. So that's the thing that is most enjoyable for me because as someone with anxiety... You're constantly up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, totally quiets everything. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice to have no thoughts. Yes. You have no thoughts, only sensation. I, that's a good um, lead into, (laughs) I got tied up. Oh, because the rope was delivered. I got tied up. I I have two updates about that, but are we, I can also wait until you're done talking about the show because that was a good window i only watched the one episode and i thought it was interesting and that's all about all i have i'll probably watch it i'm I'm gonna i'm planning on like fast forwarding through them because i just want um to see how it looks yeah at the end totally and then i obviously made a pinterest board for your own sex room yeah fuck yeah except i'm gonna call it a playroom this is my playroom i love that it's like a spa (laughs) but for sex well, like playrooms are usually like there's like an xbox sex in there spa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not this one. Oh, are you planning on having kids 
kids might be made in the playroom. Exactly. <laughs> Perhaps. We're going to practice making kids in the playroom. Yeah. So. Right. Um, yeah. Tell me about your your rope experience. So I got tied up. First of all, the rope got delivered. It's shibari rope. So it's like mm-hmm. it was like made for being tied up. eight feet long. So yeah. we had to cut it because it was just like too much. Um, so we did. We cut it. And uh, it came with a blindfold. Mm-hmm. And we also used that. And it was an insane experience. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I've been tied up. Like, my ex used to tie me, my hands with my with his tie. Like, that would be, like, a thing that he would do. Um, but, like, this was, like, he was, like, f- fucking me from behind. And my hands were tied behind my back. And I couldn't see what he was doing. And I was realizing... Obviously, we know and we talk about a lot that, like, that kind of thing requires a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had actually zero control over, like, anything. And it was phenomenal. No notes. We'll be doing again. But the other update about my shipment, because if you listened to two weeks ago, um, I mentioned that I ordered a butt plug. So I got the anal training oh, yeah. kit. It came. And it's, like... Wait, did we remove that part? Mm-mm. Okay, okay. It is disgusting like they came so i i did my research i looked on like cosmopolitan had a list of like best butt plugs for beginners that's how i decided to get Uh this kit okay it came and it's like plastic kind of like it's like rubber and then there's Uh this like coating on it that's like slippery and i was showing it to the the guy that doesn't have a name and he was like i was like maybe it's like to help guide it in he's like no that's there's some there's something like this is like low low quality and the biggest one is like comically big <laughs> like it looks like like a novelty gift you know oh, man. it's like this it's like too big too big you know what i mean um and he was like he was telling me the smallest one is usually like what a medium would look like so i Jeez. need to go back to the drawing board yeah i'll send you the one i ordered please at first, do because that's the one i use and it is it's an extra small okay i guess you'll just have to be careful when you're using it because we all know what happened to me the titanic yeah (laughs) what honestly it's so funny to me still um i feel like there's like a pun there like with like a titanic and a butthole probably we'll think of we'll think of it if you have a good one let us know um the because the first butt plug i ordered is glass yeah that's recommended um a glass glass is a good place to start but it was too big yeah because i was like holy fuck this is giant mm-hmm. i've never put anything in my butt i've had a, a thumb in there for like two seconds and i didn't like it mm-hmm. so um then i ordered one that was way smaller or i assumed it was smaller and it was um and started with that but i haven't used the glass one okay. to this day i think i showed you the glass one yeah it was pretty yeah it's cute it's like a paperweight a little, yeah we made a joke about it being like your grandmother's uh yeah just like a little d- face roller bobble. or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. About grandmother's rose quartz but that's really good to know oh my god that's really good to know about glass though mm-hmm. also like i think this is a cautionary tale too of like those articles in cosmo and like other places they probably like, paid for that's that exactly what i was thinking like yeah. be, there's just no way that this is considered the best yeah um so anyway back to the drawing board there's not been anything in my butt yet that's my update your your butt, butt date, date. <laughs> Get <out> that. <laughs> that was like a bad high five i had the wrong hand free <laughs> That was that was all right. That was pretty good. Yeah. 
Yeah, Let's it was better than the first one. One more for good measure. Okay. Oh. That was it. That was that that's was the one that that felt right. Changed the game. My hand is still tingling. <laughs> um I this is just like a, a little side note story, I guess. Um I like I went on a date on Friday mm-hmm. um with a doctor. That it was the second date with that guy. Did I tell you this? Mm-hmm. Anyway just it was fine and then i went home and that one was also fine mm-hmm. he's just fine he's like a really this this was like a perfect thing for me to see of and i th- was thinking this the first date too like somebody can be hot and have a great job literally a doctor he's nice mm-hmm. and he has a lot of interests that we share and there's just no chemistry <laughs> none And, like, that is so fucking important. So that was an interesting... I wanted to go on a second date to see if it would help, and it did not. Um, But I then... What? Now you know. Now you know. The more you haul. And then I went home to eat Pop-Tarts. Love that. And then... Pop-Tart? S'mores. Ooh. Mm -hmm. That's a good, good. Mm -hmm. I I used to eat S'mores, Pop-Tarts, every single morning growing up. Uh, I used to put those in the freezer. Do you remember that line of Pop-Tart... The (laughs) (laughs) Pop-Torts? That line of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> pop twats <laughs> they, they have a special filling <laughs> sorry Gross. i had to uh pop tarts that were made to go in the freezer they were like ice cream pop tarts no i don't remember that at all i loved those they were like sunday pop tarts or something and you put them in the freezer that sounds so fucking good mm-hmm. so i think yeah my I'm you unlocked a memory I didn't know I had we my family would put pop tarts in the freezer but that, only like the chocolatey type of ones that oh my god the, the Sunday ones would be so fucking good uh-huh. in the freezer any any kind of like s'mores ice cream type pop tart put that Yum. shit in the freezer oh my god I'm gonna do that right when I get home we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
this has gone off the rails, but I spent all day today watching um, simulation theory videos. And so, um, What's that? like, about how we're living in a simulation. Oh. Um, so I'm yeah. feeling like Elon fucking Musk right now. Ready so, to uh, make confident babies. fraud. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to fuck. <laughs> Damn. I want to name my autobiography a confident fraud. Ready to fuck. <laughs> the Amelia Samson story. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay so what was i saying oh so i went home ate pop tarts got a text from um i've, I've mentioned him on the podcast before the, so the dentist his roommate was our mutual friend and he texted me he's like are you doing anything do you want to get a drink i was like okay so we got we got a drink and it was great i love him to death he's like so he's just great um but he was telling me that he we were talking about like him his dating in the past and like how like he didn't date in high school and blah 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 but then he got to college and I think it was like the first Halloween in college he um dressed as he had like a fishing pole coming out the back of his pants and he like dangled mistletoe just like everywhere he walked around and people would have to kiss him under it and like he is the kind of guy that that's like he could get away with that because he's just like very he's not intimidating at all you know he's like he's a good he's like a good dude and he has a baby face (laughs) but then like we were talking about how it takes a very specific person to be able to get away with that kind of thing yeah because I'm thinking about like who's the worst person you know yeah like if they did that you'd be like you're even more repulsive than I already thought you were. Right. You have to have like a very benign personality to be able to like <laughs> pull that off. Imagine someone describing you as benign. benign. <laughs> That's like being called boring. Yeah, no, it's just like you know, you're not threatening, you know? Um but during that conversation and he actually was like, You have to put this down on the list of things to talk about on the podcast, because I actually haven't before, was my I lived in a suite in college. And one of my sweet mates was dating this guy who was just like fucking awful. Like he was just like the worst dude. And he had we all lived with someone who was dating the worst dude. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> and sometimes it was you. Damn, it turns out it kind of was. <laughs> it was me at one point, you know. Yeah, we've all been dating the worst. <sighs> we've all dated dude. the worst guy in college. That's so true. Um, but he had this guy, not my ex, my sweet mate's ex had a tattoo of a mistletoe above his dick no mm-hmm. can you believe that no can you stand it i know he also had a finger tattoo Ugh. that said bang on it and it was like a little flag and he thought it was so fucking funny he told everybody about it no he's a walking red flag he really was what, what tattoos are red flags to you uh tribal tattoos if you're white uh-huh or just tribal tattoos if you're not if that's not your culture yeah period. yeah um i think lion tattoos are a massive red flag lion tattoos oh yeah i don't think i've seen very many lion tattoos oh my god the worst guys always have lion tattoos now i'm gonna see so many lion tattoos uh tattoos in latin mm. but like they have to be the like old english font i was just about to say really anything in big old english mm-hmm. yeah what's the one that like every guy has like on his chest that's it's like fortune favors the brave or something oh my god that yeah but it's like it's a phrase in latin that i don't i don't know anyway i've seen this tattoo a million times and i never internalize it i like black out it's like to like you know keep me sane (laughs) um chest tattoo in old english yeah and it like like goes down so they can dip it underneath their shirt Uh and every guy that i oh my god okay so (laughs) 
there was this suite again going back to the suites in college that was like in a building next to mine that called themselves the thunderdome it was dudes of course and they were actually very funny guys like they were they were like everything they did was like out of irony and they had this bucket list that they did freshman year and they all wanted to get what they said obviously now people aren't we don't use this phrase anymore but they wanted to get their spirit animals tattooed on their butt um just like tiny and they all went one day in class or during class when one of them was in class and he didn't get the memo that they were doing it so they all went and got their spirit animals tattooed on their ass without him and then he was like well fuck i need to go and do it but instead of getting his spirit animal tattooed on his ass he got yolo tattooed like huge on his rib cage no in like really fancy cursive no and it was like when that drake song came out so it was like a brand new phrase oh. so it wasn't even like this will be hilarious it's like he got it because it was like hip then and now he's stuck with this enormous a yolo, yolo tattoo, tattoo. <laughs> no ragrets yeah it was one of those yeah and meanwhile like all of them have like little tiny cute narwhals on their butt and stuff <laughs> Yikes. I wonder, does he think it's embarrassing? I'm certain he does. I, I mean, tattoo removal's a thing. It's like, it would be very expensive. It's like, it was his whole rib cage on his side. Enormous. First tattoo on your rib cage. I'm so glad I waited until I was like almost 30 to get my first tattoos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because at least they've been thought about <laughs> for yeah. for more than five minutes. <laughs> Yeah. I did I tell you that the I dated someone who had like for a while exclusively only had tattoos on his butt. I think he had Multiple? like six. Holy yeah. shit. What were they? His dog's name. Oh no. Was did he do it to be funny? I I think so. Okay, well then that is yeah. funny. Yeah. So he got his dog's name. He got his Best friend's initials. They both got each other's initials. Okay. In their own handwriting. Cute. Um, On their butts. That's so What else did he have? I don't know. Like a bunch of weird shit. Were they like placed like like prison tats? Like how they, what like Miley Cyrus's tattoos? (laughs) Yeah, just just like wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Like in no. There there was no particular order. That is so fucking funny. I was. Several tats. I, have you ever, I, I, and I know the answer is going to be no. Have you ever had a shot in your butt? No. I like your butt cheek. So I had to have a shot in my butt cheek once and it was so fucking painful. My ass was bruised for like two weeks. I so I can't it. even imagine getting a tattoo on your ass. No. That Hell is no. so painful. Yeah. Anywhere that's tender like that is going to hurt. And they do it there because there's like so much muscle that it shouldn't hurt. <sighs> yeah. That just doesn't make any sense. Just think about. I don't know. Just. Just. Just don't. Just don't. I mean, you can if you want, but just know that it's going to hurt. We have a few. I went through the inbox. (laughs) Speaking of Discord, I went through the inbox to see what we have a shit ton of unread messages, both in like our primary and like requests. So um, this person wrote in on June 3rd, so not too long ago. Uh, and they said, was listening to the last episode, and I just gotta say, I absolutely have tasted my own cum. Um, was having this conversation with a woman friend recently, and she was like, ew, what, really? I'm like, yeah, it's my own. I at least gotta see what I'm putting out. 
also have done a snow job multiple times and he sent a picture do you know what a snow job is no i neither did i um what i want you to guess what you think a snow job is at first okay a snow job um is it when you come in the air and then it rains down on you <laughs> like a snowstorm <laughs> no okay i'm gonna but... guess again um is it when you uh come and then you make a little snowman out of it no okay. that would be great <laughs> <laughs> i love that um so a snow job he sent a screenshot of the definition on urban dictionary uh, when a gentleman finishes in a young lady's, or another gentleman for that matter, mouth, and she kisses him and expels the gentleman's ejaculation into his mouth. So if you've seen Succession, that happens in one of the scenes. They don't show it happening. Just the character has, says it afterwards, and he's like bragging about it. He's like, yeah, it was so kinky, man. And then everyone's like, um, okay. <laughs> okay, listen. I feel like an early adopter because I, I think I've told this <gasps> story on the podcast. N well, no, but like when I was, so as you know, if you've listened for a bit, I, I was bullied growing up. And when I moved away from Philadelphia, I like started like trying to make all of the boys that bullied me in, in sixth grade think that I was like super cool. But like in seventh and eighth grade, I was like, yeah, I'm like hooking up with like a lot of guys over here and they'd be like oh what are you doing i love that like for you like uh people who have sex are so cool oh my god I was whereas like for where i was it was so frowned upon but that's also because i grew up around a bunch of fucking mormons it was like i think it was i don't know if it was like cool or if i was just jealous of all of the girls that were having sex like i just all of the girls that i thought were like so fucking cool were like making out with a lot of dudes you know and i was like oh couldn't be me um look <laughs> at me now <laughs> got a sex podcast <laughs> look at me now mom it's manifested itself i know yeah aren't you so proud parents <laughs> um, but anyway they are actually that was a bad joke because they are proud of me <laughs> <They're pretty> proud. <laughs> uh but i they were like oh well what are you what are you doing these boys that used to bully me and i was like yeah well like i've been like you know, giving boys blowjobs and then like, you know, the ones that are like not nice to me, I'll, I'll keep the cum in my mouth and then I'll kiss them. So it goes in their mouth and they're like, oh, that's so fucked up, blah, blah, blah. But I did not know that it was a thing. There's a name for it. Yeah. Snow job. Snow job. Mm -hmm. Who would have thunk? I was using it as um, uh, payback in my fake world of sex. I mean, it's, it could be. Some people are really into it. Some people are into it the more you hoe mm. mm -hmm. i did ask so when i had seen it on succession because mr liz put me on to succession he's Everyone like please watch it. it it's actually really fucking good i love it um but when it happened i was like what would you do if i did that and he was like if you didn't if we didn't talk about it beforehand i think it would like um kind of bother me but like yeah. he didn't really care i was huh. like huh because because homophobia is so deeply rooted into like yeah cisgender men most of the time mm -hmm. so um i was like huh it's also like i guess it's not that weird honestly no, when you think it's about not. it you're like because because i'll like like after a guy goes down on me i'll still kiss him right so i've put someone's dick in my mouth after we've already been having sex yeah same so, so i'm like Meh, it's not it's actually not weird i think maybe it's like for me it, it, it's weird it, i don't know we just said it's not weird 
I think maybe for me, the thing that is raises an eyebrow is just like you and I both don't like the texture. I hate it. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. It's just like the texture. Because I feel the same way about scallops, the texture of scallops, you know? So. Oh, my God. I don't like that you used like common scallops like in the I'm same sorry. kind of like. They they don't have the same texture, but they texture upset thing. me in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. I'll have it in my mouth, but I won't like it. Right. I might spit it out. Yeah. So I guess if you don't have like a weird texture thing like I do. It's, I also like, think. Like I bought special seamless socks. That's how. I really like those socks. Thank you. Your calves are looking. I know I said this before we started recording. Your oh. calves. I was noticing in the pictures from the wedding. I was like, okay, muscles. I think maybe that? they just are they're just showing up more with the fake tan no I think that you just have great calves oh well thank you you're welcome um I think outside of like the deeply rooted in homophobia thing with cum I think also just like people have a really hard time just like accepting that like this thing has come out of their own body like that's <laughs> that's so true like it was already in there so like you might as well just give it a little just a little yeah just a little, just a little taste it's a little taste test. You might as well. You might as well know what you're making people swallow. You yeah. know what 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 you're putting in their mouth. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Oh, um, I was uh, I took someone's uh, facial virginity. Ooh. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. She did it. Thank you so much. He was like, she is beauty. She is grace. I'm just. She will take world. it in the face. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was good gout dads i know i keep having to stop myself from saying gout dads every time we high five i know we don't have, have to, to let keep it doing it yeah no you know i'm it's it's, it's the bit and okay. i, I uh, will yeah. commit to the bit um commit uh but yeah i was like i asked him if he wanted to he's like i've never done that before i'm like what what an exciting moment for little old me and so it was it was exciting for both of us so that's another fun update congratulations thank you thank you to both of you i'll let him know that you said Mm. the other message i have quick little quick little chat quick little topic um so someone wrote into us and she said y'all i gotta know what you do with your hair during sex i just grew mine out for the first time and it's fucking everywhere my face his face my eyes his mouth send help um I just do a tight top pony and somehow it always starts to fall out everywhere but oh yeah that's been the my best solution type top tight top hair, hair pony see that's really interesting I mean I've always had long hair mm-hmm. so I'm trying Cause to think I haven't yeah right this is I've only had long hair for a few years <laughs> And I never had this problem. Even just sleeping. I have to like yeah. do a whole hair Oh yeah, take thing. it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not scratching your back. Yeah. Well no. If Mr. Liz is like, leave with your hair. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. always suffocating in it. Mm-hmm. Like that's fair. <laughs> so I have to move my hair. Um and then I wake up and I look wild. Yeah, it's um it's a it's a different you know, I feel like I learned I learned how to have sex with long hair, so I've never really had to, like, think about it, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. It's like learning how to drive in, like, an SUV, you know? You're used to the <laughs> SUV. You don't have to adjust when you get a bigger car. You started with a big car. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, like, obviously when I'm, like, giving someone head, my hair is back. 
unless they like like holding my hair then i'm like you go you go right ahead boo boo yeah as long as it's not in my mouth i'm happy um but yeah usually if i'm like if it's in a ponytail and i'm giving them head and then we start having sex i usually just end up taking it down during sex and then i don't really notice it but i would say i think that the best case or the best way to like deal with it is just putting it in a bun I think the more put it in a bun. <laughs> I think the more that you explore kinky sex, the more you're gonna have to put your hair up. Probably, My especially if you're getting into like shibari and stuff. That's true. It's gonna get tied up. It needs up. to be out of the way. That's a good point. I my hair has been in braids a lot recently, so maybe that's mm, also why I okay. haven't really noticed it. I'm trying to think of the last few times I've had sex, and it's usually on like day three of not washing my hair, so it's usually in braids. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's easy to put it in a top pony mm-hmm. for sure. That's yeah. a good go-to. You should get those little um, like coiled hair bands that like they don't give you. They're not supposed yeah, they to give you a hair headache. Your... They don't give you a line. Oh. They're they're supposed to help with like the weight distribution of the ponytail, so it doesn't give you a hair headache. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know if that's also a placebo effect thing or what, but that's what they say. Um, I mean, and it holds it in better. We don't give enough credit to p- placebo effects. If it, if it works, works, it works. works. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's true. If you, just you knowing that makes your hair headache go away. Yeah. And I get bad oh hair God. headaches because my hair is like fucking half of my you, body you weight. You have a lot of hair. I have yeah. so much hair. Well, now I'm like realizing like, oh, I don't get a headache as often when I use those little coiled hair ties mm-hmm. versus like a scrunchie. Yeah. Huh. Sponsor us coiled huh. ha- hair ties. Um you know anyone anyone <laughs> any any sponsor here i'll do a, i'll do a free <clears throat> ranch water oh i'm drinking the spicy ranch water this week y'all i talked i think i talked about this last week i don't know if we kept it in the episode but i've switched over to this new seltzer ranch water um are you doing a summer of ranch water i just have a lot of them now so okay i'm almost out so we'll see if i buy another pack i was just intrigued by the flavors this one's spicy it just it's tastes just like so spicy not yeah. not like spicy mango just spicy it's made with 100 percent agave natural lime juice and jalapeno flavors hmm flavors yeah so no jalapeno just jalapeno flavors it's really it really hits you it hits you in the back of the throat in a way that is not great but is it what would you rank it what's your favorite my favorite of seltzers ranch water your favorite ranch water there's flavor. a prickly there's like a prickly pear one okay. that is so fucking good um they also have one that's just called original I have no fucking clue what that means <laughs> it tastes like something okay i don't know what um it tastes like the original this is my least favorite one for sure okay it's it's in terms of intriguing it's numero uno mm-hmm. in terms of fave it's um absolute dead last for me it's the summer of hard kombucha Hell yeah. Here he is. <laughs> got it right in the mic. That was so cute. Wow. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with you. Oh, I love this boy so much. Um, That's all I had. Well, damn. Should we do a sex fact of the week? We haven't <gasps> done one in so long. It's been a long time since we've done a sex fact of the week. Sex, sex fact, fact of, of the week. week. Sex, sex fact, fact of the week. The week. That was a good one. Wow. Just like going back. This is like season two sex facts of the week. We got to find one. Okay. I found a sex fact and Liz has not read it. I just want your thoughts on it. Okay. This is from sheknows.com. And it says, the first thing people do after sex is dot, dot, dot is the title. And now I have this fucking. There's an ad. That's a fucking ad popped up. Okay. 
forget post-coital cuddling. According to a poll by consumer electronics site Retrievo.com, 36% of people under the age of 35 check their Facebook and Twitter accounts after a roll in the hay. Interesting. That... I, what are your thoughts on that? Like, the first thing you do after sex is like, well, all right, open up the phone. Like, that blows, so to speak. <laughs> oh, man. That makes me depressed. I know. Um, I think it is the feeling of emptiness mm-hmm. and wanting to fulfill that because... You don't know how to make a genuine connection after sex. I see so many conversations on... Am I making you sad? That's such a sad thought. Um, (laughs) I see so many conversations happening on like Twitter or TikTok where people are like, no, it's like different for men when they're talking about post-nut clarity. They're like, it's like depressing. I like can't look at my girl the same way. And I'm like, that is... A problem. not normal no. that is very very sad yeah. and if that's how you view sex that's a you thing that is not about your partner so something like this i think it is just kind of like that that um need for connection and not knowing how to get it because aftercare is a fucking important thing yeah and like you're not gonna get that aftercare from twitter i the fuck? love aftercare yeah me too it's so much fun it's so nice to just be held and like connect with someone and feel like completely perfectly safe and yeah. content and happy. Oh God, that's why having sex with someone you're in love with hits different. It does. It's so much better. I mean, it's not. Sometimes you cry after. <laughs> I only cried once. But it was because the sex was so good. It was really good, and I was just so happy, and I was just like, I love this person so much. Wow must be nice <laughs> um i this reminds me of that I, I feel like i ask you this every time i bring up black mirror but did, did you watch black mirror yeah the episode I've, with the contacts where like you can like while they were having sex they could recall like past sex with like no. other people okay i haven't seen this oh my this god one. this episode was so fucking sad uh, fucking sad <laughs> zing nice um but there it was like the concept of it was that like you could pop in um, contacts and like replay memories back in your eyes. And they, this couple would do it while they were having sex. And like they would just like pop in their contacts and just start like thrusting. And they would make like no noise. It would just be like they would be like dead faced, just like watching past sex experience, like watching porn of their own sex experiences while they're having sex. And this feels very kind of Black Mirror Like, all right, cool. Thanks. Open it up a Roll phone and just like and start checking out. Posting. That's awful. That is really sad. Oh, I have an interesting one. Okay. So this is from Time. And I honestly would like to see what they're citing. But this one says, wearing high heels can negatively affect a woman's orgasm. Certain high-end shoe brands developed the arch in their high-heeled shoes to approximate the arch in a woman's pelvis when she is having an orgasm. The, the heels create a contraction in the pelvic floor, which is problematic because the pelvic floor then cannot contract further during orgasm. An orgasm is usually like going from 0 to 60, explains Fromberg. <laughs> if you're already at 55 from wearing heels, you're not going to have a full experience. So wear heels to orgasm is what I'm getting from it. No, don't wear heels. Well, if you don't want to have, if you're already at 55 wearing heels, then why have sex? That's true. (laughs) The more you hoe, 
The more you but love. that's interesting. I don't. I mean, I can't really walk in heels, so I guess I can't really be like a. You know. Ooh, this is really interesting too. Orgasms can make women more creative. Studies have shown that orgasms can make women more confident, productive, and creative, and it's a feedback loop. Women achieve fuller orgasms when they are being creative. Huh. Very interesting. Maybe that's how, like, remember when I brought up sex magic? Yeah. Maybe that's how, like, that whole thing works. Like, if you're thinking about the thing that, like, you want, yeah. and then you come thinking about it. Yeah, you're manifesting You're that. more creative in those moments before and after. That's so interesting. I have I a theory. Oh, this do, is this do is, tell. This is early podcast Amelia talking where I was like, everything is biologically based, which it is. But I digress. That must be because I was actually talking to somebody about this recently where like he was he's always so tired after sex. And I'm always like, I could run a fucking marathon. And I think it's because I probably said this before, too, that like in the wild, like the female has to keep going about their business whereas the male's job is done Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like biologically they've done it and so they can just go to sleep but like the female has to like go out and like be a mom you know and like take care of the young so i wonder if like orgasming is like all right let's fucking go you know like let's Mm -hmm. like keep up on this productivity there must be some sort of like biological basis i've read that there isn't any um there isn't any like reason like people with uteruses have orgasms like uh-huh. um that's interesting it doesn't serve a purpose Thank it's God pure, we do. it's purely from pleasure or it, it's like pure pleasure it doesn't serve a purpose. but also if if you do want to get biological about it when we're in the when we're first becoming a person <laughs> we're all the same yeah so what you what gender you develop into doesn't really like we have all the same parts just organized differently every fetus starts out as female and that's why males have nipples yeah so there's a few things that we all have that don't make sense and men having nipples is one of them us having orgasms is another one and nobody's complaining about either no Um, well, you know, Instagram's complaining about girls having nipples, so. Fuck you, Instagram. I mean, the second, anything that Facebook owns. Yeah. Fuck you, Zuckerberg. The, the sexualization of nipples is real weird to me. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, that could be like a whole other. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about, we'll do a nipple episode. A nipple-sode. <laughs> I would like that. Me too. Let's do it. Okay. We'll talk about nipples. Send us your nipple facts. Yeah. Or just nipple stories. Yeah, nipple stories, nipple facts. Just nipple thoughts. Nipple thoughts. I love this. Nipple I, I, li- I, I I never realized how much I like saying the word nipple. Nipple. It's a good word. It is a good word. And it's not Feels really right. losing its meaning as you, as you say it. Like yeah. every other word, you say it a million times, it loses its meaning. Nipple? nipple? Not not it, so much. That is a nipple. That's You know what you're talking. That's a yep. nipple. Whoever made the word nipple for nipples, they did it right. Yeah, they really did. That was like an apt naming of, of such a thing. Mm-hmm. You don't. Well, well, you couldn't call it anything else. Perfect. Perfect job. Perfect naming. <laughs> Damn. If you're listening, <laughs> whoever Thanks. named Nipples. Thanks, Nipple Since person. We're in a simulation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, on that note, say Nipple one more time. Nipple. All right. <laughs> now we can end the show. We love, love you, our children. children. One day I'm going to go for the high note. Do you want to try it right now?
No, we'll save it for the nipple sewed. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.